0: outdoors, actually. I was planning to go outside, you know, and do a recording of the daily Bible reading show, but the weather, um, it's its not great. Um, I don't mind it. it's cold, you know, I'm used to that, but it's really windy, and when it's windy, the audio, you know, it's just, that's just no point. You, can, you can't hear anything. So, I mean, I'm up anyway, so I'm, I don't know if this is going to work, if you can actually hear anything. Yeah, I'm going to read a passage from Isaiah chapter 62. Yeah, I read 61 last night, so 62. Um, I'll pray. Uh, Lord, thank you for a new day, for a new grace. Help us to hear your word, to respond to it in faith and repentance. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, this is Isaiah 62 for Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not remain quiet. (laughs) Till her righteousness shines out like the dawn. This is turning out like an ASMR episode, but so fitting. Like the dawn, her salvation, like a blazing torch. The nations will see your righteousness and all kings your glory, and you'll be called by a new name that the mouth of the Lord will bestow. You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. No longer will they call you deserted, or name your land desolate, but you'll be called Hephziva. there's a footnote my delight, my delight is in her, that's what Hephzibah means. And your land, Baola, Beulah means married. For the Lord will take delight in you and your land will be married. As a young man marries a maiden, so will your sons marry you. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so your God will rejoice over you." And I think that's, I'll stop there. Um, <laughs> I just find it funny. Um, I didn't read this before, so I just find it funny that he says, I will not keep silent. Uh, uh, but that makes sense because back in chapter 61, you know, this speaker, um, this person is anointed by God, God pours out his spirit on him in order to preach good news to the poor and so this is kind of like his sermon i think my neighbor just woke up oops yeah so he's preaching he's speaking love to god's people and therefore he won't stop preaching this gospel this gospel of god's salvation to his people And he will keep on preaching. He says, I will will not remain quiet. He'll keep preaching until her righteousness shines out like a dawn. That means until God's purposes, you know, his salvation, that end point of his glory and righteousness is achieved. And it's meant to be visible. Verse 2, the nations will see your righteousness, all the kings, your glory, you'll be called by a new name so this evidence of god's goodness will be seen in this people that's that's what he wanted to see. he wants all the nations all the surrounding countries to see how god has loved you verse three you will be a crown of splendor in the lord's hand a royal diadem in the hand of your god no longer will they the nations call you deserted desolate but you'll be called loved and married so god is almost doing this for you and for them you know for you because you know um perhaps they have looked upon you as you know this desolate place this this dark place you know this person who isn't loved and God wants you to know that you are loved, that he has come to save you. But it's also for them, for them to see that, you know, they're wrong. You know, that God hasn't abandoned you. That God indeed has come to redeem you as his bride. And lots of references to marriage and this kind of like wedding event um, in these verses. I'm sorry. we almost at the end. Um, for the Lord will take delight in you, verse 4, and your land will be married as a young man marries a maiden. There's a lot of marriage and wedding vibes in these verses. It says, so your sons marry you as a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so, the, so your God will rejoice over you. So God, um, it's, it's almost as if this kind of love that God has for you It's the kind of marital love, it's kind of romantic love that you have between two persons who are getting married. And it's that fullness of joy when they come together in a marriage, in a wedding. And God's rejoicing over his people. um, I think, I think he's almost saying, uh, you know, this is, just how much he loves you and do you realize how much he loves you um, you know lots of my friends who were planning to get married last year they weren't able to and thankfully you know I attended two weddings just this week and both of them were postponed from last year um, but you know that waiting period you know it, it, it's agonizing because You plan and plan and plan for the wedding, and then it gets postponed. But finally, when that happens, you know, the joy and the relief, and also just that finality, that end point just goes, Wow, this is worth it. And God is pointing forward to that kind of joy. Yeah. And again, you know, God is speaking this to people who haven't yet received that salvation, who feel unloved saying not only do I love you now but there will come a point when you'll know without a doubt that I love you that I will rejoice over you that I look upon you with eyes of love the same way that you know my friends who got married last week you know they you know you could tell that this was exactly what you're waiting for And God says wait for it wait for it you know God's salvation is coming but also this joy this fullness and this love will make that anticipation and that hope and that waiting just worthwhile. Um, okay, right now I'll stop there. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you um, that you rejoice over us. You know, though we do not deserve it, it says more about you and your grace. And it reminds us that this is a love that is worth waiting for. Um, thank you, Lord Jesus. That you have saved us and that you'll return and bring with you that fullness of salvation, the hope of heaven uh, with you. And we long to see you face to face. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Uh, Michael,